10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Ah. Uh. From Atlanta, yeah, so Cleveland Been winning all the games in my division Tell your missus not to miss her, she tripping No Christmas for me, I'm already gifted No disrespect to the spirit, to the spirit. Intoxicated while I'm steering on the rear end Shout out to my dog Venom, no spider Think I'm about to smoke one, no lighter Climb up as far as you can, but you can't catch it Leave your red like the bright lights on exits Almighty gang, huh, 12 letters My take for yours, wonder who sells better young college kid but i never got a letter one man's trash is another man's treasure bless up then boss up but if you walked up i got something that'll off you yeah all i ever hear is bag legend when you gonna stop doing this when you gonna start doing that when you gonna come see me when you gonna come see her look y'all need to understand something everything i do is work Everything I touch is rare. Why you don't come around, Becker? Because I'm rare. Frivolous, uh, later than your girls, period. We're on the track now, so it's good. I'm rarer than a diamond, cause you know them diamonds aren't rare. Marketing invention, yet you see it and you all stare. But me, I'm more like a tanzanite. Still thick cut, two C's, why she paying twice. For them double D's, girl, please. I'm from MI, but check out my CT. I put the weight of the world on the beat. Still bringing the pain, y'all know my name. F-R-I-V-O-L-O-U-S entertains And anything that I really want I will obtain You a baker boy so we cooking up some flame Dang, I'm worth more than a milli so I rock My words will take you to another world like some chalk Cause Rudy's got the chalk With a dip, do I walk? Must because I got it in my sock Nah, I'm playing <laughs> Yo, what's happening, everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist, and it's your boy Say No Trick, back in the building on this fresh Monday morning. Where you, where you already know this is Monday, and what do we do with our Monday? We make Monday our bitch. That's what we do. That's how we do, and that's what we're going to. Do on this fresh Monday to get the week started, man. You know, we came off a, a nice little weekend, you know, nice football weekend. You know, did, did Georgia get their win this weekend, Thanos Rick? Yes, we destroyed Arkansas like I thought we were going to do. And everyone had Arkansas, uh-oh, Georgia might be in trouble. Have, you know, my brother-in-law texting me, uh-oh, Georgia might be in trouble. I'm like, hey, relax, <laughs> relax, relax, okay? Relax. It's still Arkansas. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 tone it down a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, but uh-huh. yes, we did get the win. You know, it now we have Auburn, I think, coming up this next one. That might be a little tough. We'll see. I don't know. But you know how it is mm. with SEC football. You know, SEC football, you never really know. SEC football is the best. That's just what it is. It is the best. It is, it the, is best. the best. It's the gold and- standard. And I feel bad for my niece. My niece, she is currently a sophomore at Clemson. And I feel bad because Clemson's not doing so good right now. I mean, is she a football fan at all? Well, she's dating a football player. Oh, but is she a football fan, though? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You shouldn't feel bad because you don't, you know. You know how it is, E. You know how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know how it is. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, hey, I like Dabo. 
I think Dabo's uh-huh. a great guy, but I feel bad for Clemson. I really do. I really, right. really do. But hey. Well, I, I know full well I'm going to skip watching Skip and Shannon, and I'm going to skip watching first take today because I already know what's going to be talked about. Oh, yeah, Cowboys. All freaking day. Cowboys. Cowboys. No, they're Tom. not going to be talking about the Cowboys. Cowboys, Tom Brady. They, they're not going to be talking about <laughs> They're not going to be talking about the Cowboys. They're going to be talking about this one game last night versus all the other games that was played yesterday, and that will be the Buccaneers and the Patriots, where Tom Brady has won his game through technicality because someone doinked a field goal, and someone choked on a field goal. And I feel like this is kind of like poetic justice for Bill Belichick, and I keep it at that. Um, well, you know Skip is, a, Skip is a Cowboys fan, and he also loves Tom Brady. And, you know, I'm sure Skip will talk about the Lakers because, I mean, that's that's Skip's show. And, you know, Skip does the same shit. He talks about the same shit. So it'll be every Cowboys. day, every day. It'll, like the Cowboys can be old and 17. Yeah. He's going to talk about them. Yeah. I'm like, bro, do you realize there are other teams that's out there that's doing 10 times better than what you're talking about? You know, you know what I'm saying? So that would annoy me a lot. But, like I said, you know, of course, yeah, Dallas beat Carolina, but Carolina ain't really – like, Carolina boasts to be the number one defense in the league. But, I mean, I don't think they really played anybody in the first three games to beat the number one defense in the league. So, I, I mean, I give that credit to people that actually played uh, against credible teams as a defense. Not Carolina, which I don't think – I think they maybe had one out of the three that was, I will say, credible. Right. At that time, so I mean, that's not really nothing to boast about. Say, hey, we beat the number one defense league, but who did they play to be number one? You know what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of like that. So, but I don't, I don't know. E, things looking a little scary for you guys Thursday against the Jags. Well, I, but did you ever hear me say oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna bust Nashville ass? I ain't never said that on this on this show. I never said that we we're gonna bust their ass. Now, granted, we bust their ass in the second half. Because Joe did what he was supposed to do. But, look, Trevor Lawrence has gotten consistently better each week. He's gotten better each week. This is the NFL. This ain't college. This ain't, this ain't high school. So, he's going to get a win this season, if not two. He's going to get a win. But I think his only kryptonite is Urban Meyer. That's his only kryptonite. I mean, you got you know you can put some other players up in there or whatever. And he played – the game that Trevor Lawrence played on Thursday night – was a game that they should have been playing in the first three weeks, and which was the running game. Trevor can run, he can throw it when it needs to be, and that's what it is. But and that's what he did against us in the first half because we wasn't expecting it technically. And on top of that, we just had a short week because we played Sunday against our division rivals, which we whooped their ass. And then here comes Thursday, you know, which Jacksonville did play too, but they didn't play somebody as like a division rival. So it's kind of like, okay, we kind of beat up from the first half. So I wasn't really, like, shot at the performance of the first half considering what how hard they played on Sunday. But I'm like, all right, just wait till the second half. It's whatever. And what happened the second half? Every drive the offense had was a TD or a field goal. Every single drive Cincinnati had. There was no three and outs at that point. So, you know, hey man, we came really, back, won the yeah. game, and on to the next. We'll be playing Green Bay next. So, here we go. Hey, I mean, you guys look good, you know. But, hey, the Jets got a win, surprisingly. <laughs> you know, 
Yeah, I mean, probably the only winner of the season, I bro. Mean, Mac Jones for the Patriots look good. I, I think Mac Jones is, is going to be something special in this league. You know, we'll, right, right. We'll see what Bill does with him. You know, Browns looking good. Bears. Hey, the Bills hung forty on the Texans. Texans scored zero. Bills yeah, they, had 40. They, they didn't score. They, they didn't score shit. And it's the Texans, so they should just dismantle that team. I don't, I don't even know why they exist. <laughs> when you say dismantle the team, like they was actually they was actually decent last season, the season before that. They I mean, just got a bad season. Deshaun Watson is in some shit, and that that's probably more likely the reason why they stinking up the place. Yeah, well, they got some drama in that locker room. That's all it is, too. I can't dismantle a team that's that's actually been credible for a few seasons. You know what I, I mean? Like I can. Week. I can. And it's like that's <laughs> thing like that. How, how we can be that quick to just judge? Like, okay, now did it not have JJ White? Like, was it not being contenders? Like, yeah. just this season here, yeah. they're stinking up the place. And <laughs> I mean, and now wait a minute. Oh, you mean like dismantle a team? Like, just trade out players? No. Or you mean like dissolve the team altogether? Just dissolve the team. Uh, that's too. That's too extreme. It's, it's, it, that's how I feel about the Clippers. Like, why do you? Why are you guys here? <laughs> I mean, the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers are no longer the laughing stock of the NBA. I mean, I think I think they still are personally. Well, the, for them to be the laughing stock of the NBA, like, they have to not make the playoffs and just think another joint. They have made the playoffs. I don't know for the past how many seasons. Like how many seasons they made the playoffs, and they have beaten the Lakers a couple times. Yeah, but LA is a Laker town. You know that. It's, it's a Laker slash I, I, Dodger town. You know, I'm, hey, yeah, you, you know that. The I know is- that. I know about the Lake Show. I, I know about Showtime. I know about that stuff. But if you got the Clippers and they, if they have been, I don't think they will in this in this future here, but if you see them as consistently beating the Lakers, can you really call it a Lakers town? Well, it's not going to happen. But I'm just saying, would you still call it a Lakers town? I think the Clippers was consistently doing that, getting those dubs over. I think Steve Ballmer, the owner of the Clippers, should move that team to Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I mean, (laughs) uh, that's what I think. I mean, mm. we miss the Supersonics. We miss them. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm if if I'm Steve Ballmer, hey, let's go to Seattle. They they want a team back anyway. So just give them the Clippers and let, let it and be done with it. Be done with it. You, you're a little extreme with these teams, man. It was like a team be good, and then the next season they're horrible, and you just want to dissolve the team altogether just because. Well, no. <laughs> just because. Well, well, no. You, did, no. it, well, you no. did it with Houston. They got a bad season, and you want to kill the team. Instead of dismantling the Clippers, just move them to, to Seattle. Okay. I'll, At least you want to move them. But with Houston, you just want to kill the whole Houston well, organization altogether. I don't see the point. I mean, either dismantle them or move, move them to um, San Antonio. I mean, did they not like win a division on a couple of the seasons? Like, did they not make the playoffs? Like, far far in the playoffs, did they not win some primetime games? And this season, you want to just dissolve the team because they I, got a bad season? I just think they're irrelevant. I I, I, I I think the Texans are irrelevant, to be honest. Okay, well, how can you call them irrelevant? And they actually consistently have been winning games up until this season. They can't be that irrelevant. I mean, you can call the Browns irrelevant up until this point because they lost every goddamn game in, in, in the season. They was owing something. Like, other teams was cheering for them when they got the one win. Oh, I was. I was. So was I mean, I was, I was one of them. I was happy. I exactly. Was, you was happy. But did you say dismantle that team? Well, I mean, the Browns, you know, you know, Jim, you know, Jim Brown. 
it's it's the Browns oh. do have some history. Oh, okay. They got history. But the Browns didn't the Browns used to be the Ravens? No, no, no. The Ravens used to be the Browns, right? No. If I'm not mistaken. That then they moved the old no, Browns it to was, the Ravens? It was the Baltimore Colts, wasn't it? And okay, then they moved. there was some moving and shaking going on. I know that much. I think the Ravens were the Colts. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Because I, I, I remember <laughs> an episode on Living Single, right? But Overton was mad because he was a Browns fan. And yeah. then they were selling the team. And I think that was the old Browns that went to Baltimore. I think that's what it was. It became the Ravens. Okay. And became the Ravens, I think. Okay. But then they bring back the Browns again. I, it was it was something weird. It was something real, real funky okay. going on with that. Yeah. But but again, you never said this man of Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like, never said that. I know you said more like an expansion. Carolina was an expansion. Jacksonville was an expansion. Within their first year, what, didn't Carolina and Jacksonville both made the playoffs? Well, the thing about Jacksonville, I'm like, you already have Tampa Bay and you have the Dolphins. Do you really need the Jacksonville Jaguars? You know how big Florida is? Have you been, have you been to Jacksonville? I've been to Jacksonville. <laughs> I was in Jacksonville for Queen's birthday. I, I was there. I was there. Jacksonville is okay to me. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You know, it's just like right. LA. LA is a major city. You're going to have multiple teams. Florida is a, is a major state. Vacation state. They're going to have multiple teams. Well, it's I mean, certain places they're going to have multiple. New York, same place, same deal. Well, New I mean, York, Cali, Florida. Well, I mean, with, with, with LA, and I love LA, but do, does LA need all those teams? Do you need the LA Rams and the LA... You know, Chargers. like char, like if, <sighs> I, I, I put it to you, I put it to you like this, man. People are gonna put asses in seats, and people are gonna purchase tickets. And talk like Ohio, Ohio got two teams: Cleveland and Cincinnati. That's us. You know, battle of Ohio. You know oh. that that has yet to happen, oh, which wow. I still believe that AOC North is the toughest division in the league. I mean, like three out of the four teams are three and one. No nah, man, it's, it's it's NFC East. That's the toughest in the league, man. Are you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sarcasm! The sarcasm! The sarcasm! You know good hell well that NFC East is not a tough. That is the weakest division in the league. You about, know that. How about them Cowboys? You as how about them like, Cowboys? It's it's a no brainer. Dallas can can consistently be on top of that division because every other team on that division is sorry as hell. Sorry, with the exception of Philly. Philly got his days, but trash dumpster juice. And <laughs> that's what they are. And they like, and they can brag about being division champs, but who's in your division? Who did you beat? <sighs> Now I will give credit where credit is due, though. Like if they, um, because I think they will play Green Bay at some point because it is the NFC. They will play Seattle. They will play the Rams. You know what I'm saying? And you know those are the teams they have to be really concerned about. Those are those are the oh Chicago. I mean, eh, I can't throw Chicago in there because you got Justin Fields. He's still working. He's still working. But the defense is decent. But I mean, the Rams. The Rams just well, lost to the Cardinals. They. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Cardinals. Let me let me put them in there. Angels and the Cardinals is like the what the only undefeated team in the NFC right now. Uh, are they? Oh, I mean, one of the two. I mean, they're four and zero. They're four and zero. Could be. Kyler Murray. I, I feel like if if Cardinals play continue to play the way they're going to, then they will possibly be the number one or number two seed. They will get a first round by. I mean, they'll make the playoffs. 
They'll make the playoffs. Like they playing the way they are, and they keep doing it the way they are. Yeah. They're gonna be. They're gonna get first round by. They're gonna have home field advantage. I mean, but this is the first half of the season, so that's cool. I mean, she can flip in a minute. I like Kyler. We'll see. We'll see. I like Kyler, man. He's, he's Somebody can't catch him, man. The only way you can catch him if he falls on his own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like just like Joe saying. Like when they interviewed him after the Thursday night game, he said, "Man, look, this just all right. This is a game. On to the next one. We got 10, 11 days, or whatever. You know, we are three and one. I mean, people can be happy about that, or whatever the case may be. But you know, I'm you know, we're gonna continue to keep pushing forward. We're just three and one. We we are not even a quarter into the season, and we're gonna keep pushing forward because the only thing that matters is what's going forward." The playoffs and eventually the Super Bowl. That that's his only concern. That's his, that's his laser focus. Yeah, we got a dub. Happy about that. On to the next. Got no but respect for that, man. He, the good man got potential to be elite. So we we got a little bit of news for you for you, ladies and gentlemen out here. And uh, <clears throat> now Thanos Rick. Now uh, I know we talked a little bit off air about Marvel's What If. And uh, oh we, we got to discuss this thing, man, because I know it's been a while. I know it's been like maybe what a, a couple weeks since we had this discussion about Marvel's What If. So let's talk about some of these episodes, man. Some of the stuff that we missed, man. You know, you got the zombies, you got, you know, Thor being the only child and then the most recent one with Ultron, which they kind of introduced Ultron in the end of episode seven. What's your thought process on it? Of that episode, yeah, just just that, or either that or, or Marvel's What If as a whole. I mean, Mar- it. I'm still trying to figure out if if it's canon. That's what I'm trying oh. to figure out. Is it canon? Is is Marvel's What Ifs canon? Are they in the multiverse? Are they? You know, is this MCU canon? Because if it is, then Marvel's What If is gold. That is a gold series. I mean, it's it's been fantastic. Like you said, from Thor being the only child to you know to the zombies to Captain Britain. Yeah, I said Captain Britain, mm-hmm. Peggy Carter, whatever. To this, you know the, the latest episode with Ultron. You know what if Ultron won, which I saw and I was thoroughly, thoroughly pleased. Thoroughly pleased. I don't know if you want to mention that or you know. Yeah, of course, man. I mean, this thing been out since last Wednesday, so it's plenty of time. Like people have already watched it, and it is what it is. So, well, since we're going there, yeah, of course, you mm-hmm. know, and mm-hmm. the way he just cut Thanos in half, yes, I was like, oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Thanos was- popped up, you know, through the portal. Ultron said, "Oh, interesting, interesting," and then cut Thanos in half. He couldn't even get a word out. And he got <laughs> I was like, God damn. This but, is but, you know, it, <laughs> it it makes me think if Vision was able to do that live action, like in the MCU. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You know what's funny? He was able to do that. And okay, so I, I dissect that little scene, right? Because okay. some people's upset, like, man, you hold Thanos out, man. You make an Anos look like a bitch. And I was like, nah, not really. Thanos has a habit when he comes into something or he comes through a portal, he has this dialogue that he does. Yes. And people wait for him to finish his sentences. Ultron is not human. He is a machine. 
He's now he don't have time to see, sit here and have this conversation with you. I'm gonna just kill you. Vision could have easily done that, like no problem with the Mind Stone, and just and it would have been game over at that point because Thanos didn't have time to react to it, right? Because I feel like Thanos was gonna talk and have this conversation, and Ultron wasn't willing to have that conversation. Right, 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 right. Explanation for the Thanos kill, but I was like, ooh. Mm. Wow, what could have been? <laughs> what could have been? I mean, it. I thought the show was dope. Ultron, you know, killing Thanos. Thanos already had the the other stones on on the gauntlet. So you know, Ultron he he takes the gauntlet or he 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 grabs the stones and he infuses them with you know his body or whatever. Now he's he's the ultimate power, you know. And I'm just like, wow, this is this is <laughs> that 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 um I mean it's it's in this universe, you know, of course, Ultron is able to gain Vision's body. Of course, in the MCU he wasn't, but it, right. this Marvel's what if he was able to get a hold of Vision's body and merge because of course that was the original plan, you know, for Ultron. You know, Tony was building Vision and Ultron wanted that body, you know. So in this episode. Ultron is able to obtain Vision's body infused with that body of Vision, and he's just unstoppable. He's unstoppable, and he he nukes the Earth. He sends up he sends all the missiles out. Everyone is done, killed, whatever. Now it's just Ultron, his machines, and you. Of course, you have Scarlet Witch, not not Scarlet, um, Black Widow, and mm-hmm. you have Hawkeye, and I think maybe a few other people. I'm not. There might be a few others who are still alive, but Hulk is dead, Cap's dead, Iron Man's dead. It's just, you know, I'm assuming Black Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah, right? it was just it's just them two. Right. So, you know, now the <sighs> he goes to every planet and you see him killing off the Guardians. Yep. You see him killing off who else did he kill off? Um Captain Marvel. He killed Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel, she she put up a valiant effort, but Ultron was like, nah. Good effort, but nah. Let me go and kill you right quick. Well, at least with Captain Marvel, she did she didn't mince words. Like, you know, she went straight to him. Like, she didn't talk. She didn't do right. any of that stuff. She didn't do that superhero dialogue shit. She just right. like, I'm gonna just try to beat your ass. Right, right, right. I mean, he he went to Xandar, just destroyed that planet. Like he was going from planet to planet, just killing off, you know. Just people, just everyone, you know. Planet busting, like Frieza. That's basically what he was doing. Basically, and then what was interesting was, you know, the 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 Watcher. You know, he was able to hear the Watcher, and now you see him and the Watcher going at it fighting, which I thought was dope. I'm like, the seeing him fighting was dope, but I don't know. I, I guess the Watcher wasn't wasn't strong enough to. to uh, which I, 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 think- I thought he was, but I'm like. Okay, so Ultron is stronger. He can even defeat the Watcher. I'm like, okay, well, I guess. All right. Um, I don't. I don't know if that was the stones or something else. But I thought the Watcher would be more powerful than that. Right. You know. But hey, I digress. But I mean, so, the, the fight scene. My thing. Yeah. My thing is, I think the Watcher was conflicted because you, you know, like in the show, you know, he was kind of like, I'm supposed to watch. 
I'm supposed to do this and this and this. Like, what the hell is this? Like, you already knew some shit wasn't right. But when he started, when he said that, he was like, shit, shit just got real. <laughs> when you walked to, like, oh, wait a minute, what the hell is this? And then, you know, like, he was pushing Clint and, you know, Natasha to find that file without actually intervening because it's his job to just watch. So when Ultron showed up, I think he was holding back to a certain, even though he armored up. I think he still was holding back to a certain extent because he can't technically kill him. Okay. He can't like defeat him. Like he can I think I feel like he could do it easily because if you really think about it, like with the Infinity Stones, like Kang had them in the drawer and they were all obsolete at that point. So I, I think he has dominion over those Infinity Stones, but he couldn't in good conscience kill Ultron he has to depend on other people to do it for him because his only job is to watch I think he was just defending himself well I mean okay I get it I get it but I mean if that's the case then why why ask Dr. Strange for help spoiler alert spoiler alert the watcher is defeated here comes Dr. Strange out the shadows, you know, saying like, "Hey, I told watcher, you, so. you know, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it." And the watcher's like, "Ah, oh, okay, whatever. I need your help, Strange. All right." <laughs> so, I mean, is maybe he wasn't strong enough? I don't know. I don't know. I don't so know. now, without and that makes sense though, because like in the back, the previous episodes, Doctor Strange was part of it because he kept redoing things. To make sure his girlfriend stayed alive and he just kept doing it over and over and over again and he caused a you know a catastrophic event to the point that Uatu had to intervene to a certain degree and now he's with Uatu and now you know Dr. Strange has a handle this situation well bad evil Dr. Strange because this ain't the good one this is the one that you know incorporated the dark, the dark arts as well as his other mystic spells, which is interesting enough. That's that's very interesting. I feel like Thanos Rick. I know you asked the question: if, Is this canon? I feel like it is because what is the multiverse? Like they, they're really saying, telling you stories about different universes and different scenarios or whatever. Like I feel like this is the multiverse. We just get our first look at it in animated form. But this is our first look at, you know, the multiverse. What you think? It'll be dope if they can somehow connect Marvel's What If to the MCU. I think that'll be dope. You know, if somehow we can see the Watcher, you know, live action on the MCU and it connects to Marvel's What If. Because, you know, Ultron, he was smashing through multiverses. Fighting the Watcher, you know, so right. I mean, Hell, Steve Rogers was president. Exactly. So it's it's it. I mean, it would be dope to see if 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 we see that live action. Pro- I mean, we, we probably won't, but I'm just I'm just thinking out loud. I'm just thinking out loud. I, I, I think we will. I, I think we will eventually. I think Watu probably will make a appearance in Multiverse of Madness. I believe he'll make an appearance there. Um. I really do think this is canon, though. I mean, I know they didn't confirm it, but considering how things are going, 
I feel like th this is canon. If it's not, it's still good because what if is just what if, you know. But yeah. but the only thing that's affecting the situation or the fabric of reality is those Infinity Stones and Doctor Strange. Those are the only two things. I mean, now if you throw in Adam Warlock, of course he would be involved in that too, but he's not. Uh, when are we getting Adam, man? When are we getting Adam? Because they. Why would you tease him if we're not going to get him? Like, what? what's happening? I, I feel like Adam Warlock will make an appearance in Volume 3 of Guardians. I, I think he will be that special guest appearance. Either that or Thor, Love, and Thunder. Something cosmic. Because, you know, you know, we know, and to the audience that, that's listening, they are actually going into the avenue of, you know, space. So you got, you know, you got Captain Marvel, you have the Marvels, you have Guardians of the Galaxy, you got Thor out there, and they, you know, they're going into the cosmic realm. So, I mean, if we if we get Adam, you know, we have to get Nova. We have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have Nova. It only makes I mean, you sense. You got to have Nova Core, but you got to have Nova. Yeah. Which I thought I'm not even gonna lie to you, Thanos Drake. I thought. That was Nova that hit Ultron, not Captain Marvel at first. I was hoping the same thing, E. I was really hoping. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that's Nova. Because that was on uh that was at was it Xandor? Yeah. 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 And I thought, oh shit, this is Nova. And then I, I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. Either yeah. way, it's Captain Marvel, whatever. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> but I I think Kevin Feige did confirm Nova's coming. I think he did. Okay. Okay. I, I think I mean if 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 we're going cosmic, then you have to have Nova at some point, and you have to have Adam, you know, you have to have more Celestials, like you you have to have these things, and yes, you have to have the Silver Surfer. Now I know you hate the Silver Surfer, but you gotta have them. I don't hate the Silver <laughs> Surfer. Look, look, okay. So here's my thing on the Silver Surfer, right? He's such a bland character to me. Like it is, he has a very special fan base, and. His claim to fame is he used to be a, a herald. Well, he was a regular guy, Norrin Rad. And then he took the mantle of Silver Surfer, getting the power of cosmic from, Gal from Galactus. And he was guiding Galactus to different planets so Galactus can eat. Galactus ain't really, really a bad, bad guy. He's just hungry. He has to eat. He has to eat a planet <laughs> for sustenance. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's what he wants. So, so right. Surfer usually takes him to planets that is uninhabited, that still has some energy. And or, or whatever the case, but he's such an OP character. It's like, um, uh, he don't interest me. However, comma, I do have Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I will be playing as Silver Surfer because that mofo is very powerful. So, well, I mean, um, he's he's powerful in general, and I, I think you have to tell his story right. You know, he whooped Green Lantern's ass. <sighs> know that? Well, I'm well. He did do that. He woke not, the, He beat Green Lantern's ass. That's not saying much, but uh, I mean, saying a lot considering that he can anything that he can imagine comes to reality. Yeah, but I mean, if you ever read the Marvel vs. DC comic, Silver Surfer did go up against Green Lantern and whoop his ass. Um, yeah, the, the, the Lantern is cool until until his ring comes off. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, Wonder Woman got her ass beat by Storm, so it's. <laughs> Yeah, once that ring comes off, he's, he's kind of pointless, but 
you know. Oh, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. But his ring was on the whole entire time. Like Surfer did not take the ring off. Like he just fought him in full power. Like it was blow for blow. Well, it only lasted for like maybe a page. It was a <laughs> it was a wrap. Yeah. It was a wrap. This man was laid out on Silver Surfer's surfboard. <laughs> that's how you that, that, hey, that's how a, bad it was. Listen, no smoking. No, no disrespect to Green Lantern. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a he's a cool character too, but it's like, you know. Once you take off that ring, it's like, ah. <laughs> well, it was it was Guy Gardner. Um, it was, no, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't Guy Gardner. It was Kyle Rayner, uh, Green Lantern. It wasn't like Guy Gardner or Hal Jordan, um, right. anything like that. Because if you really, really think about it, uh, it, I think the abilities are the same, but the experience is different. So I think Hal Jordan probably would have been a bad, would a better matchup, and he could have done. A lot better than Kyle Rayner. It's Green Lantern. I feel like he would have gave Green Lantern, I mean Silver Surfer, a run because of the experience. But that that wasn't the Green Lantern he had he faced. I hear you, man. I hear but, you. But eh, you know. Now 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 speaking of comics though, uh, now if you go to Comicsology, because I do have a good bit of digital comics and I do have physicals as well on my bookshelf, there is a 60th, I think it's like a more like a 60th anniversary of Fantastic Four, and it came out September 15th. So you might want to check it out. It has 83 pages. Now it says the entire Kang bloodline is out to destroy every era of the Fantastic Four. How can Reed, Sue, Ben, and Johnny hope to survive simultaneous attacks across their lifetimes by Ramatut, Scarlet Centurion, Kang the Conqueror, Kang's final descendant, the Sinister Scion? Join the Fantastic Four and some special surprise guest stars as John Romita Jr. returns to Marvel and joins forces with writer Dan Slott for this celebratory adventure. Marvel's first family will literally never be the same again. Plus, Mark Wade and Paul Reno deliver dramatic new insights into the origin of the fabulous foursome in an all-new anniversary style. You might want to check it out. That's 60 years of the Fantastic Four. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean, I th- I feel like with Ultron, I'm I'm just glad that Ultron <laughs> didn't succeed because he was a he was a worst opponent. He was a more worse opponent than Thanos. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's interesting because it's you know Ultron. He was he was driven by a, a particular purpose, and mm-hmm. this episode of What If highlighted it because after he was done destroying the Earth. Um, he was, you know, the question was, well, hey, what's his purpose now? Right. And he discovered other planets existing. And after he was done, that's when somehow he was able to hear the watcher's voice. So the thing is with Ultron is that his whole purpose is discovery. He, you know what he reminds me of? The character he reminds me of? Um, you remember the episode in Justice League Unlimited? I think it was, I think it was Amazo, the android. No, it was, yeah, uh, Amazo's android. So you remember when he went through all those tiers of the Justice League, you know, Superman being the first one? Yeah, Les Luthor was the one who saved the day, saying that, okay, this is your purpose and blah, 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 blah. So I think Ultron had a purpose of peace, but in his own work sense. 
So when all that stuff was achieved, like you remember when they said in the story that you know he had nothing else. It's almost like if Watu didn't say anything, Ultron wouldn't have known he existed, and Ultron would have just been where he at. And I, and I feel like um, if Natasha and Clint found that the virus, or what the old computer system was, Zola then they could be Ultron and that would have been in a dad. But Watu was talking too much. He was narrating too much. And Ultron was like, hey, who's that talking? Yeah. Yeah, that, was a, that was a nice That was a nice twist. So, I mean, it was, I don't know, man. I'm like, hey, I'm glad Ultron didn't win either because the MCU would have got very depressing after that. <laughs> if Ultron yeah. would have won. So, you more know. so with Thanos. I mean, more so than Thanos. But you, you I mean, know, but you notice how um after Clint sacrificed himself, you know, against the machines, guess who's left standing? Are you are you meaning like Black Widow? The same person who is going through the lawsuit with. with <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that's funny. I don't know. That, that's 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 hilarious to me. I mean, but well, I wouldn't say going through the lawsuit because they settled. Um. Because uh, and on Friday's show, we talked about uh, them actually settling and um, continuing the future relationship as far as that goes. So, Which is funny how that new episode actually came out and then the last person standing is Black Widow and, of course, Zola. So, it's hilarious to me. It's yeah, hilarious. very much so. <laughs> very that's, that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, like, was this by design? Like, Were y'all working us this whole time? This whole time, but um, now we do have a little bit of other news out here as far as some gaming is concerned. All right, so it's been said according to IGN that Illphonic, the developer behind Friday the 13th and Predator Hunting Grounds, is working on a Ghostbusters video game. Now, as pointed out by Reset Era user chair home Illphonic Studio co founder Raphael Sadi, not to be confused with the singer. Casually reveal the title in recent in, in the recent interview on the music podcast Quest for Supreme. Wait a minute, it might be it might be his Raphael Sadiq. Wow, Sadiq let slip news that the company is working on a Ghostbusters tie-in after being asked how many games the studio currently has. The Friday the Thirteenth is the last one at Predator, and we're working on Ghostbusters right now. Sadiq says before quickly moving on to talk about the studio's most recent project, our Arcade Getting, which currently is available in early access and out in 2022, Sadiq uh, didn't return to the topic Ghostbusters for the rest of the interview. So we haven't learned anything more about the game itself or even which movie, if any, it will be drawing on. However, Sony published a pre uh, developed a previous movie tie-in game, Predator Hunting Ground, and also owns the Ghostbusters franchise. So, news of the studio's work on a game may not feel too far out of the realm of possibility for many fans after all. Who else is Sony going to talk? What's your thought process on that? Uh, do you remember the last game they had for Ghostbusters that came out years ago for the PS3? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um... I actually have that game. Actually, they did a remake on PS4. Did you like that game? Honest opinion. Yeah, actually. You talking about the one that had uh, originally the original Ghostbusters and you was a new recruit, right? 
Yes. Same. Yeah, way. I actually did enjoy that game. Um, I never like beaten it, but um, like going into the hotel and like catching ghosts and stuff like that. So that, I mean, that was a pretty fun game. Nostalgic. What you thought about it? I thought it was okay. Um, and of course, it came out that hey, you know, that video game was going to be the the third script for the third movie. Uh huh. You know, hey. That was surprising to see. You know, that was, <laughs> that was, yeah. Surprising. But, um, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. Um, I know the movie's coming out next month and it will be a hit. So, dang, is it next month? It's next month. Holy shit. Okay. It comes out on the 19th, actually. Okay. Um, so I get it. I get it. You know, Ghostbusters is, it's, it's one of those beloved treasured franchises that you know we, we just can't get rid of we can't escape from and i don't mm-hmm. think i don't think we really want to so however we can keep that you know in our minds then hey it, it is what it is so we'll see i mean the 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 jury's still out i have to see screenshots i have to see some youtube stuff i just want to see it you know right. um and then I'll make my you know decision then. But <sighs> I don't know. Is is it goes back to our our previous conversations? E, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People not coming up with new stuff to create, whether that's games or movies, you know, gotcha. or, or both. You know, I mean, am I excited about this? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Do I think it's needed? I I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's one of those things that I have to kind of think about. But and, and plus, after after the, the last Ghostbusters movie that came out with the all female cast, I'm not dissing the all female cast. I thought they were great, but the story was trash. It sucked. It was a terrible movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was marketing <laughs> poorly. It had poor marketing. It, it was just, it was bad, you know, but nothing against the actresses themselves or the actors. You know, it's just. Sometimes e it's it's a hit, and sometimes it's a miss, and we've had a lot of more we 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 have, we've had a lot more misses than hits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, I mean honestly, I hope the game is good, and I hope the movie. Even though I think the movie's going to be a hit, I really do. Oh I yeah, no I, doubt about it. I considering the OG cast is going to be in it. I hope I'm not wrong about this e. I really do because if I am wrong and it's and, it, and it's trash, I'm going to be highly upset. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, we obviously we're gonna be the first to hear about it. So, so here's my thing with that: there haven't really been a stellar Ghostbusters game, like the most recent Ghostbusters game, that the one that Thanos Trick was talking about. Um, I really did enjoy that game because I felt like a Ghostbuster. You didn't play as an original cast; you was a new recruit. They had the uh some of the original voices for yes. this. You know, for their games. Like with the Friday the 13th video game, right? It is like a cult classic in some ways because you can either play as Jason or the campers. But the campers have certain advantages and disadvantages and Jason has certain advantages and disadvantages. So it's kind of like a it's a game within a game. In a, in a sense so it was re- it was really well done 
So now when you look at Ghostbusters, I really want to have a very, very good Ghostbusters game. Like, I always wanted a Guardians of the Galaxy game. We got one coming in, like, what, a couple weeks? If it's not out already? So, and I'm very excited about that game. I'm probably going to play that game, to, you know, until I knock out the story. Like, that's, that's probably going to be the game I'm playing. So, in, in a sense, I'm excited about it. But I got to, like Thanos Street was saying, I have to see, like, uh, screenshots, uh, some trailers, stuff like that. So, right now, it's kind of like it's coming. But we don't know what we what we expecting at this point. Listen, the, the only reason why I say that is because, and I've I've said this before too. You know, you can't just give me some shit and then throw a big name on it just to sell me. Like that's right. not going to work anymore. It's not. You know, these are properties that you know that are well known. I get that. But don't just sell me, hey, this is a Star Wars game and it's Star Wars, but the game is the game is trash. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like this, I'm I'm not falling for that again. I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, I, I have to see some shit. I have to see what's happening here before I spend 60, 70, 80 bucks on a game. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Oh yeah. True. I mean, it's a... Only time will tell. Only time will tell. And uh, also another news is James Gunn confirms he's developing another DC Extended Universe project to make after Peacemaker. Wonder now, Twins. All, what's that? Wonder Twins. <laughs> I doubt it. I bro, seriously doubt bro, it. Bro, think about it. That's perfect. For, that is perfect for James Gunn. That's perfect. I wouldn't disagree. <laughs> I, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. He said... Now, although it says Gunn got his big break by making Guardians of the Galaxy as part of the MCU, his most recent comic book projects have been Suicide Squad, was his first foray in the DC universe. Now, gave the writer director a chance to make a big budget already film with obscure DC characters, and this includes John Cena's Peacemaker, who will star in a spinoff series for HBO Max. Now, on top of making Peacemaker, Gunn is in high demand across Hollywood. He's nearing the start of the production of Volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy and the Disney Plus holiday special that arrives in 2022. However, Gunn is also someone Warner Brothers, DC Films, and HBO Max want to continue working with. The Suicide Squad earned rave reviews and became the most watched DC movie on the streaming service. Despite underwhelming at the box office, with Peacemaker slated to arrive early next year, fans are quite interested to know if Gunn would do another DC film. Now, Gunn has now confirmed that he's developing another DC project besides Peacemaker. Due to the director's frequent activity on social media, he asks thousands of questions a day by fans. These questions often are about his DC future. And he's teased at Instagram that he's working on another project. He said that it was early in early development, and though it won't be announced at DC Fandom DC 20, uh, 2021. It's not going to be announced there. While some fans remain confused about what Gunn could be working on, he confirmed on Twitter that it, this is a separate project from Peacemaker. I'm telling so, you, it's Wonder Twins. I'm telling you. I hope to God it's not. But I would not be surprised if it is. So it's funny. Oh, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, you know, I feel like DC fumbled the bag with Zack Snyder. I feel like that's what happened. 
Okay. And with the Je- the Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, that was his grade A perfect send off because that was to me that was art to me. The the way that you know the way the movie was shot. I get it. Now Zack Snyder is doing Army of the Dead. Now uh this month he's doing Army of Thieves, which is the prequel to Army of the Dead on Netflix. So be on the lookout for that. I feel like James Gunn is that viable replacement for Zack Snyder if he's given the reins? Is he given that that opportunity to make? Well, obviously he's making another DC film besides Peacemaker, obviously. But this could be their ticket here. This could be their golden goose right here. This could be it. What you think? Who you mean, James Gunn or? Yeah, James Gunn. Because Zack well, Snyder's done. He's gone. Well, I mean, I wouldn't count Marvel out just yet. Now, I, I know Marvel and, and James Gunn, it, they've had their differences, and there have been changes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think Marvel is, is smart enough to understand that, hey, James Gunn is still a valuable asset. And I don't right. know if Marvel wants to because Marvel likes to keep their guys exclusive. They don't like their guys to work with other people. Like it's, it's all in-house, you know, you you play with house money, you know? So James Gunn doing stuff with both Marvel and DC is, it's unheard. Of. Well, it's not unheard of. I mean, it, but it, I don't know if Marvel and DC like that. DC may want James Gunn all to themselves and I'm sure Marvel feels the same. So, right. Him going back and forth between both companies is is it won't last long, and I'm pretty sure there might be a, a bidding war, you know, because whatever I mean, everything James Gunn touches is gold. So, you know, I guess the question is, I mean, I mean, e, let me let me ask you, do you think do do you think James Gunn will do better at DC than Marvel? Uh. I don't think it would be the factor of better. I think given, he has given, a little bit more freedom on the DC it. side of things because they, they gave him a rated R film, permission to do a rated R film. And considering that all Suicide Squad was is if Guardians of the Galaxy was rated R. That's basically what it was. Well, given given the characters, yeah, because I don't think anything James does over at DC can top Guardians. I could be wrong about that, but Guardians was a hit, a smash hit. With you know saying? like non-well-known characters. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it, it makes me think, given the characters, given the environment, you know, will James Gunn fully blossom over at DC compared to Marvel? I don't really know. DC may give James Gunn more freedom. E, you're right. But as far as the impact of the films and the characters, will James Gunn be better with DC compared to Marvel? That I don't know because yeah, that- because Suicide Squad is not Guardians. It's it's hey, it's not. I'm sorry, it's no, not. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough. I would prefer Marvel keep him. Well, I don't because- think it's a factor of Marvel keeping him. Um, I think. 
he has free reigns to work on both projects like DC and Marvel because I know as a fan base, we kind of look at it like, okay, if you're over on Marvel, you can't do shit on DC or vice versa. You know, you you know, stay loyal to your post. But he's a director at the end of the day. So it's like, it's about who's offering him a check. So he's not contractually obligated to do everything with Disney and Marvel as, it, as we all know. But since that whole snafu that happened, that people went going back on his social media and stuff that opened the window for dc to say hey you come hey can you do the do suicide squad movie and oh by the way you can be rated r and oh by the way you can use obscure uh comic book characters and obviously these are obscure uh comic book characters but at the same time you got attached to those characters and you was interested in those characters it wasn't even well known I was like, damn, James done it again. I even put his brother in the movie, which was Weasel. Which was hilarious. <sighs> yeah, I yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, if, if, was if, hilarious. I mean, if, if if I'm Marvel, I'm like, James, listen, you did great for us at Marvel. We will write you a blank check. We want we want exclusive rights to your services. We'll write you a blank check. You know, Guardians was is great. We want you for Adam Warlock. We want you for Nova. We want you for our cosmic movies that's what we want if i'm marvel i'm, I'm writing the check well or, disney or, is a son of a bitch i'm cash apping whatever the fuck we do now these days i don't know but <laughs> you know what i'm saying if, if if i'm marvel i'm not letting james go over to dc that i, I think that would be a mistake look man uh <laughs> disney is a son of a bitch and i wouldn't put it past him to even do something of that nature but I think the damage has already been done. Like he, the contract's already been signed for him to do the other DC film besides Peacemaker. I think it, it, it's I wouldn't even say the damage's been done because um I, okay, so put it out here. So you get James Gunn, DC, he's in the middle, he's hybrid. You know, he's working on DC films and he's working on Marvel films. You got John Favreau, who is happy, as we all know him as as happy in Iron Man, but he's also like one of the directors for the Mandalorian and other Star Wars films. Yes. Like he's he works behind the films, right behind the scenes. So Disney is not without any like you know loyal talent. I wouldn't even call James Gunn disloyal, but I'm just saying he's a hybrid. I, I feel like as long as as a fan or both, I feel like it should stay the way it is because now we get to see more successful DC films with him being one of the reasons because of it, you know, because of it. Well, no, I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking in terms of the, the, of the companies, the business, oh, yeah, yeah, the business side of things. Yeah. 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 Because like, yeah, said, I mean, as a business, yeah, you, you will definitely want him on your camp and on your camp only. Exactly. I mean, if, if again, if I'm marveling and you just said it, happy is doing Star. Hey, I might can get James Gunn on some Star Wars projects. You know, yeah. like I mean, you you have other properties that you can you know can kind of put James in. If I'm Marvel, I'm like, look, bro, <laughs> here, here here's here's the check, take it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, again, Suicide Squad was cool, but you know, e, I found myself comparing it to, to to Guardians. I don't know why I did it, but I did, and I was I mean, like, oh. it's very easily can be done <laughs> because it, it's giving you honestly the humor, the music, the colors. Yeah. Yes. That's all guardian shit. That's just yes. James Gunn's vision of, yes. of movies. Yes. Yes. So that, that that's very easily 
I caught those same vibes. But I, I mean, I separated the two because I know you know Suicide Squad is his own entity. But with certain directors, you know what their tendencies are. With Zack Snyder, he's a big fan of slow motion. He's going to have slow motion in the films. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Um, he likes long drawn out stories that kind of like goes into detail or whatever the case. James Gunn like color. He likes music. And he and if given the reins for a rated R movie, you saw that in the Suicide Squad. So, you know, but those two in particular, Martin Scorsese. With Martin Scorsese films, you know what type of film you're gonna look at. You know what you notice a, like something in one movie, which is exactly the same thing in another movie, because that's how he thinks. Right. So I think that that's that's very warranted what you just said. Like it's you will definitely get those Guardians vibes because you're used to how James Gunn directs. I don't know, man. Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm sure Peacemaker will be a hit. I hope James Gunn can do Wonder Twins and bring them, you know, to the forefront. I right. think that'll be. I think that'll be hilarious. Um, <laughs> you yeah, know, very. I mean, we'll 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 see. We'll see. We'll see. I just think these days, man, you know, with these superheroes. It's, it's 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 still hot, white hot, and it's it's not it's not cooling off anytime soon. So you need the best visionaries to carry out, you know, these 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 movies, directing, writing, you know, getting. I mean, you need people, you need people, and James Gunn going over to DC. I think that's a loss, you know. Uh, so. eh, I can't say it's a loss, considering that he's working on two projects on Marvel: the Christmas Special and Volume Three. Which technically speaking, it's evens out. It's pretty pretty even now because well, he did do Suicide Squad, he did Peacemaker, and now he's doing this this third film. That's three films, right, for DC. Whereas James Gunn did Volume One, Volume Two, he's doing Volume Three, and he's doing a holiday special. And I'm and I'm thinking that's I, the group special too. So that's four. Well, I, I think James already signed on for those movies already before he did the deal with DC. I'm yeah. assuming he did, and if I'm D, and if I'm thinking right, DC probably is probably like, well, look, James, go ahead and finish out over there, and then just you know we'll work with you in between, and then when you're completely done with Marvel, you know we'll, we'll bring you on over here, and we can give you full reign. You you will be the 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 Zack Snyder here, you'll be the Kevin Feige here, or whatever, Geoff Johns or whatever. You can be, you can have the top seat here. If I'm DC. That's why I'm offering James Gunn. Perfection. Perfection. <laughs> that's, I mean, perfection. And you'd be like, ooh, man. And that'd just be good for both of us. That'd be good for everybody. All of geekdom, all of nerdom. Like, it, it'd just be awesome because James probably, you know, I'm just taking stabs in the dark here. Like, I don't know. But if James was running DC like Zack Snyder was going to do, I feel like James is going to get writers from the DC animated films and, and have them write for the for the live action joints, which would be freaking gold. But again, that's me just taking stabs in the dark. It's just like what if scenarios. Listen, listen. If if I'm DC, I'm I'm like, look, James, you can have the 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 fucking CW shows. You can have all of it, J- James. All of it. <laughs> now I think CW is like a different. Uh, it's a different animal, man. Because I mean, I feel like it's very cookie cutter. That's the that's 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 perfect description for me. 
cookie cutter. That's that's what it is for me. Like I can't sit there and binge watch it for hours. I I can't. Um, I mean the show. I can watch a few episodes and then I'm I'm want to do something else. But that's what I'm saying. The 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 shows need need a little juice because look at what Marvel's doing. Marvel they have their shows and it connects to the MCU. Like it's all one thing. And you know what? I like that formula. I really do. You know, so I never really liked the idea of the movies and the shows being separate for DC. I mean, I get it, but I like me. I like things to be connected because if you know, if you're trying to tell a story from a movie angle, then you can use the TV shows to kind of flesh out other stories, fill in some voids. You know what I'm saying? Tell some other parts too. That 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 movie is is what you know the MCU's doing, right? So I'm like, well, if I'm DC, we're already struggling with our movies anyway. We're already right. struggling. I mean, Wonder Woman eighty four, BBS, I mean, Shazam. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Black Adam can pump some juice into it when, when that comes out. Black Adam be good. I, I think Shazam oh. wasn't that bad though. I think Shazam was actually enjoyable for me. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it, but it, World Woman eighty four, WWE eighty four, that was some bullshit. I'm like, who who wrote this off? I mean, I I just think there there has to be a clear direction over there at DC, and yeah. James Gunn might be the guy to do it. I don't know. Only time will tell. But James might be the might, James might be the guy. He just might. He just might, man. And check it, man. Like tomorrow, uh, we definitely going to be talking about Venom. Let it be carnage. Now I'm going to watch the movie tomorrow after the show. And we're definitely going to be talking about the box office sales of Venom Let There Be Carnage uh, tomorrow as well. So there's going to be a full discussion. Uh, now, I will say this. So I'm watching the movie tomorrow, um, either between today and tomorrow. Um, if I do it tomorrow, it'll be after the show. So if I'm watching the movie tomorrow, we, we talk about Venom Let There Be Carnage in full disclosure on Wednesday. And But we're definitely going to talk about these box office numbers tomorrow. We're definitely going to be talking about those because... Man, they drove some numbers. They drew some numbers. And we're talking post-pandemic stuff. Um, and that's that's Thanos Rick's news right there. But um also now be sure to go to our website, orangephoenixmedia.com, and click on magazine. Now, very, very soon, the October edition of Orange Phoenix magazine will be released for the general public to see now you can get either get the single issues or you can get the subscription now the single issues are $7.99 you can go always go to the most recent issue of orange phoenix magazine or you can go to the, uh, the very first edition if you go to orangephoenixmedia.com now if you want to subscribe for only five dollars a month you can go to patreon.com forward slash orange phoenix and you get to subscribe from there you are guaranteed the monthly digital issue of orange phoenix magazine along with very very soon in the patreon some comics declassifies. You're talking about comic book characters that, you know, not so mainstream. You know what I mean? But, you know, probably just recently got a movie or they got a new show coming out with this Marvel, DC, or Image. We're going to talk about it. Maybe you might, you might draw some interest for you Patreon subscribers out there. All right? So, uh, also, Orange Phoenix Tees. Give us a follow on Instagram for Orange Phoenix Tees. You can also click on apparel in orangephoenixmedia.com as well and you can also give us a follow on instagram orange phoenix media and if you go to facebook there is orange phoenix geek corner if you go to orange phoenix geek corner you can ask to join the group and we do have discussion posts we do have funny memes we do have movie nights 
as well because the movies for the month of October is Rumble in the Bronx and How's Moving Castle. So those are our movies. And Thanos Rick, you got anything else for the listeners out there? Go Cowboys. Nope. Go Cowboys. Nope. Go Cowboys. You know how I feel about we do not endorse anything Dallas Cowboys related here on the Orange Finish Morning Show. That is a disclaimer. Um, Cowboys are trash. So uh, that's it. That's our show for today, man. Hey, check us out tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Same Batman time. Same Batman station. And we're going to start the show off with talking about Venom. Let that be Carnage's box office sales. Headlined by my boy Thanos Rick. So until next time, peace. peace.